because we're not talking about a whole huge pile of money here. Um, it's a it's a kind of check that an authoritarian regime can stroke instantaneously and actually perversely enough enhance its influence and authority. So this is a lot more complicated uh, than simply saying the WHO did something bad and now the WHO needs to be punished in the moment. I, I'm with Joan and Steve. We need to accurately state what the WHO did, good, bad, and ugly, when this is all over, take a comprehensive look at the way that they behaved as part of a 9-11 style commission, look at this whole thing from start to finish, and then act accordingly. And if that means saying to the WHO, uh, you're not getting as much from us unless you implement reforms A, B, C, D, and E, uh, we should absolutely do that. But yeah, I mean, I think there's an element here that's same song, different verse of funding international organizations that uh, pay excessive deference to authoritarian regimes. But in the middle of the firefight, to use Jonah's platoon analogy, is is this the right time? Mm, I'm not so sure. You know, and and just just to add real quickly onto that, I mean, I think it's it's important to separate the WHO as an institution with from the WHO leadership, current leadership. I mean, there's no question, I think, that Dr. Tedros, the director general of the WHO, has been overly generous in his assessments of China and China's transparency, its helpfulness, and the effects of what China has done. He had been out in public crediting China for transparency, for providing good information, for taking a hit for the world um, long after it was recognized that China was playing games with the numbers, not only games with the numbers, with, with the data that it was providing directly to the WHO, but with the data that it was releasing publicly. So you have in the person of Dr. Tedros, somebody who's out there shilling for China. I think that's a fair, it's a harsh assessment, but I think it's a fair assessment if you go back and you look at the comments that he made, particularly you know through, through late January and well into February. It's unclear to me that he speaks for the broader bureaucracy. And I think this is the point that some of the, the prominent epidemiologists here in the United States are making. You know, they have good working relationships with people at sort of the second or third tier level. And by the United States withholding funding or somehow severing those partnerships, we could be information poorer as a result. So it, it may be more appropriate to focus the investigation and the review on Dr. Tedros and his public statements more than the WHO as a broader body. Jonah, politically head, heading into November, is this what the Trump campaign and the Republican Party can rally um, maybe Trump skeptical or Trump not enthusiastic voters around, which is sort of this common enemy of China as embodied by the WHO's leadership, as we'll borrow Steve's point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I do think, and I've written this a couple of times now, I think that on the intellectual right, um, China is going to be one of these galvanizing issues, sort of a geopolitical version of Brett Kavanaugh, that people can disagree on all sorts of things, but basically agree that China is a malign actor 
and that we need to rethink our relationship with them to one extent or another. And there'll be huge policy disputes about what that means. But I think pretty much everyone will agree with the basic assumption. I also think that most Republican voters, whether however they feel about Trump, will probably agree with it. The only reason I'm skeptical is about the way you phrase the question is that, look, if we if we take a 25, 15% hit to GDP, if we take if we see economic, you know, stag- not stagnation, decline, the likes of which we have not seen since the Great Depression compressed into a three or four month period, um, if we see a second uh, reignition of the pandemic in, in scary terms, I think the China stuff will still be resident and 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 important and it'll have a long tail after the election. But my God, I, I think that stuff just dwarfs um, uh, anything else in terms of political considerations. People who are on bread lines are not going to be like, well, I'm still going to vote for the incumbent because, uh, man, do I hate that pencil pusher at the head of the World Health Organization. Yeah. <laughs> David. I think that's right. David, on the flip side of that, though, you've got to have some message as a campaign. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, at, the, at the very least,